Hi, my name is Redacted for obvious reasons. But have you witnessed a murder lately? Well, check out Witness Protection Plus. You get all the benefits of losing your friends and family, plus you get a pin and a hat. Good morning, good noon, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome. This is Words with Ali, and I'm your host, Ali Sievright. And uh, this week's episode, I'm going to say some words on competition. But more specifically, rivals. Now, competitiveness is, I like to see it as like the fire that will boil your soul into the finest broth. It's what drives the greatest athletes, business entrepreneurs, and cracked Fortnite players. (laughs) And, you know, like when I was a kid, I was very competitive. But like. I kind of didn't display it openly too much, but like with my brother and some of my cousins, I was very competitive with them and I hated losing to them. Like I always wanted to one up my brother, beat him at the most trivial shit. And, you know, 90 percent of the time he wasn't even trying to beat me. And that that's what like kind of made me even, you know, more competitive is like he's not even trying and he's still beating me. So that kind of drove me to like fucking just try to beat him at any and everything possible. And and the thing is, like, my brother's like one of those people where like he's good at everything he does. Just random shit. He just try it and he's good. Like, literally, there's a phase in his life where he was just doing origami and he's just making like random, like intricate folds and like swans. He made like a fucking person. Like with our like arms and shit out of paper. He just he just decided one day I'm just gonna go into origami and just learn this shit. And like I tried it. I didn't know how the fuck he did it. I was like, you're using like some trick paper or some shit. What is this? That's 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 not even, how how did you get it to bend and look like a circle? Like it's paper. Like how? Did you rip it? Is this paper mache? Like, how the fuck? Like, he made a fucking... I remember he made, like, a dragon, like, a serpent dragon thing. And I was just shook. I was like, how the fuck... How the fuck did you do this? This is amazing. And, yeah, he was, he was big into sports. You know, he played basketball. I played basketball trying to beat him. Didn't work. Um, He got into music and you know, playing in bands and he started with piano and, um, I tried learning piano. Uh, didn't work for me. Uh, I don't know what it is. My left and right hand do not, uh, coordinate on the the keys that well. So I decided to try to learn uh, guitar, but he was like a virtuistic piano player. Like he, he not only practiced a lot, but like he had like a talent as well for it. So like, and those two combined just made him a fucking beast at piano. So, like, it was just, it was just fucked. The shit, like, man, the shit he was doing on piano, I'd never seen people do. Because, yeah, yeah, he could play uh, Moonlight Sonata, Presto, and all that shit. And like, yeah, fucking minuets and whatever. But he was playing, like, some wild time signature shit. I don't, it's like Gent on piano. I didn't even understand it, but I was like, yeah, this is, this is fucking infinite. 
yeah, that's a low key plug for the the project he did. But um, yeah, it was it was fucking dope. I I hope to see him do that again. But um, yeah, I wanted to reach his level of just music talent, but like I didn't have any talent. So I just, you know, worked really hard. I got good at guitar, but I didn't become great. You know, I'm not like fucking selling out any shows anytime soon. But um having him around you know, especially like when um he got into martial arts and I got into martial arts too trying to you know, level up with him. Like I realized that like the whole time I'm competing with him it's making me a better person. Like I'm trying things that I normally wouldn't do without him and, you know, learning, you know, difficult shit just so I can be on par with him. And yeah, the more, the more things he tried, the more things I tried, but I found out like me personally, I I was the type to quit. I never really, saw things out fully i just like when things got especially when it got difficult i just you know like "Mm, i don't want to do this anymore and then i'd you know just like not do shit but like seeing him just try just try a whole bunch of different shit and then be so good at it just like it, it really is inspiring it's like fuck let me just get the fuck out this chair and try some shit too let me just uh fucking develop a new fucking element and then create my own Iron Man suit. Because, like, basically, that's that's the next step. But, like... <laughs> and, by the way, I, I, I still do some martial arts. Not to the extent I did before. But, um, yeah, I got pretty good. I could, I, could, I could still do some high kicks. For a big fella, I could kick, I could kick anybody in the head. I know that's not something you should brag about, but I, I can kick anybody. If you're six foot seven, I could kick you in your chin. Bibinks? I don't know why I said that, but like it's it's pretty it's pretty dope. And you know, and then there came a point where I stopped comparing myself and stopped like competing with them, you know, after a very painful event. And just switched uh, the way I thought. And instead of, you know, feeling down on myself because I wasn't like him or wasn't good as him. Like, I found gratitude in seeing that he's a shining example of someone that embodies being himself so much that it inspires other people to be more than themselves. And really, like, I tried to mirror his mindset in order to be my best self because he's he's always someone that like if he wants to do something he just fucking does it he doesn't go like mm, maybe i should try it's like no oh, i'll think about this uh, or maybe it's not the right time it's like oh, i'm just gonna fucking do it nigga i'm just gonna fucking do it and then he does it so yeah that's like <laughs> I guess this is an appreciation fucking episode for my brother right now. But yeah. He he he's he's really living that Nike life. He's like, yo, nigga, just do it. You want something in your life? Do it. Wanna fucking 
build a rocket ship that's also a submarine at the same time do it why not fuck it yeah lean in let's get this shit and you know to be quite honest like a perfect example of this is like you have uh vegeta and goku's rivalry you know goku's always a little bit stronger you know he has his friends helping him and all that but for some reason goku always edges out fucking vegeta and beats the main villain and then vegeta is like always just like runner up so prideful he's super strong Honestly, I think I feel like Vegeta's stronger than Goku, but like he's not living up to his best self because like he's looking at life like I just got to be a little bit better than this guy. Rather than looking at it like the way Goku looks at shit, it's like, yo, I'm just trying to be my best self. I'm trying to be the strongest me. And coincidentally, the strongest me is the strongest nigga that ever exists. It's all these Superman saying transformations and shit, nigga turning blue and shit. Nigga had gray hair and shit. I don't even know. I, I was reading some of the manga and like, I don't, yo, I can't even, bruh, this, this, the, the amount of power-ups that's going to happen is fucking bonkers. But, um, yeah, Vegeta, you know, he embodies that mentality of, you know, just like fucking not seeing the value in yourself and seeing value in other people and their power rather than, you know, trying to develop what's unique to you and i hope you know eventually in the show you know they give him that realization and you know he gets you know a, a fucking true power up you know something that you know embodies vegeta because he's my favorite character in all of dragon ball other than kid goku but um yeah we we gotta you know I say we like we all <laughs> got this fucking problem, but um, yeah, it's it's um, gotta recognize the value in yourself, but like also having someone to push you along the way is also super beneficial. Cause like you look at these athletes like going to the Olympics and shit, none of them would reach them heights out of. You know, like if they're in like a dark room just training. All of that's from competing with their teammates and rival countries and everybody else. Because, yeah, in a vacuum, most people aren't going to push themselves past their limits without some sort of like incentive or catalyst. You know, like there's usually some reason outside of themselves for them to push like hard into shit. A lot of the time, it's like competition, other people. Like recently, I'm I'm learning French on Duolingo. And I don't know if y'all are um, on there or shit, but like these people are fucking super aggressive and passive aggressive as shit. They will not let you hold number one in the leaderboards for more than two minutes. Like it's actually fucked. Like I spent hours hours doing lessons just to get enough experience points to pass this motherfucking yo i got set because like each lesson is like 14 to 20 experience points and let's say like it takes maybe two minutes two to three minutes to do each lesson 
So you imagine how many lessons I had to do to jump up 600 experience points. And then after I did that, nowhere to lie, five minutes later, oh, you just lost your number one spot. You're now number two. Then five minutes after that, oh, you just lost your number two spot. You're now number three. Oh, you just lost your number. It's like, how the fuck? Who, who, who out here learning less? Who's learning languages out of spite just to beat me? It's like, let me hold my spot. Let me just relax for a little bit. Like, why y'all just got to jump on me? Like, I bet if I check now, they're, they're creeping close. Because, like, I fucking, I went in. I was doing lessons all day today, all day yesterday. So I put a, a big uh, fucking margin of experience points in between me and second place. They got to do like at least 1,200 XP to, to catch up. And you know what? After this, I'm going to do some more French lessons because I ain't, I ain't losing. I'm getting that number one. I'm getting that achievement. Yeah, I'm going to be number one in that leaderboard. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah. 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 Not getting better at French. Because I realized, you know, I was just, you know, repeating the easier lessons to get the experience points quicker. So I wasn't really learning new shit. So that's probably a downside to that. So I'd say don't let competition, you know, make you lose sight of the goal. And that's like my goal is just learn a new language. So, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? After after this, after I get number one, I'm gonna start you know learning properly and try some conversational French. You know, just uh, just talking to random folks and just really trying to develop my uh, ear for for hearing the language. Cause like some words just hit your ear and you're just like, what? It's like, did you say here or there or them? They, that, is that, is so, set, we, what? I'm like, some words, when I hear it, I just, I just like fucking blank. I'm just like, yeah, I have no idea what word that is. And then when it's written out, I'll go like, oh, it's that. So I definitely got to work on my hearing. But, uh, yeah. They, they really pushed me to fucking, you know, really try to learn. Cause like, I ain't, I ain't no bitch. Gate ain't no bitch. I ain't losing. So, yeah, I'm going to learn that French out of spite now. It's all out of spite. That's what competitiveness is. It's spite. You want to fucking beat somebody and make them feel bad about themselves when you beat them. That's why I love Halo. Fucking video games. I teabag people. I send some terrible messages to people in that game. Some terrible. Just like, because I don't cuss because you get banned. So, I say some very... <laughs> just fucking... Just mean shit that's without cuss words in it. And, yeah, I got to... Because that's where I take out some of my frustrations, you know? It's almost harmless. But at the same time, I realize I could cause a problem. But, um, yeah, you just got to stay competitive. Because, like, in this life, you, you got to you, like, you fight. You really got to fight for what you want. And if you don't, you're just going to be fucking settling for the worst shit. The worst jobs, the worst relationships, the fucking, just the worst everything. Like, literally, I saw this guy. I was at a restaurant. This guy sat down 
I'm like, I can see on his face he didn't get what he exactly what he ordered, but he didn't he didn't bother saying shit. He just like, hmm, I guess I gotta eat this now. And he just fucking took it. And I was just looking at him, I was like, man. Like you you're paying money for something you don't want. Fight. You tell that tell that waiter say, hey, this ain't what I ordered. And they go like, oh, because like it's not a big thing. But like for some people, honestly, I, I honestly I'll do the same thing. Like I hate complaining at restaurants because like I have a feeling like, yo, this nigga gonna spit my shit. <laughs> Cause yeah, like I, <laughs> like I don't want to fuck with people that handle shit that's gonna go on my body. You know, but like if you're honestly giving someone like you know honest critique on like say like this doesn't taste right or this is not what i ordered then like it shouldn't be a thing but like if you're just complaining like you know i really like this linguine but it's missing like two shrimp so could you put extra shrimp on it even though i'm not going to pay any extra for the extra shrimp even though that's an option at this restaurant i just want the extra shrimp without paying for it so if you can do that for me please okay also could you put like some i don't know some gold flakes on it too no like fancy it up you know like it looks kind of drab like the parsley it's nice but like get you know want some juice you know put some juice on with the gold okay okay handle that all right goodbye i'm like you know like they're gonna get glass in their food or like fucking spit fucking butt hairs i don't know i don't know what happens in the back there for sure i just heard stories uh <laughs> <laughs> but but the whole idea of having a rival and being competitive is just being all that you can be oh that sounds so corny but it's like it's really true though it's like having struggle struggle really does like bring the best out of you if you let it and a lot of the time, some, you know, people just like let their struggle just eat away at them and then they sit in it. I sat in it. I'm trying to, you know, get out of it. It's like, yo, I can't let this struggle define me. I got to push. I got to fight against it. Not the whole idea of competing against yourself. Like that's, that's fucking imperative to your own growth. Being better than you were yesterday, yesteryear, yester decade. You know, just improving. This is a whole the whole podcast is a self help. Just improve. Everybody's gonna get better. Buy my new book, twenty twenty three summer. It's coming out. New York top selling. Uh, new York Times number one best selling self help book. Only twenty nine ninety nine. Special edition uh, one fifteen ninety nine plus tax. Um, and, um, you know, like we really struggle with finding the, the strength to fucking keep pushing. And, you know, that's what it comes down to. Like, I feel like, yeah, a lot of times people just like lose the will to try to improve. And that's where you fall into the settlement mindset of just like, oh, this is good enough. Oh, uh, yeah, this is all right. Uh. I guess this is it, you know, and like, that's, that's fucking shit. 
Got to be thirsty. Thirsty for them gains. When you hit the gym, like, literally, when I was going to the gym with my cousin, like, I fucking push myself because I see these big gym dudes just grunting and shit in the back, like, look at my arms. Yeah, bro, you hit that fucking set, bro. Hit it. Hit them reps. And, like, <laughs> like they actually did make noises like that sometimes but like that shit gets you pumped up and then you end up doing like two times the amount of like reps you would do before and you feel that shit and you're like yo i feel fucking good it's like yo i could go even farther than i thought because that's all it really does competitiveness opens up your mind to the limits that you have and going past it there's way more than you think you can do. It really is. So yeah, find yourself a rival. But keep in mind that the rival's there to help you compete against yourself. Because the whole idea, you don't want to start comparing yourself to other people. Because that's where you find yourself in a fucking, just a shitty place. Nobody's life should be compared to anybody else's life. We're all going through a different experience. So we can't have similar fucking paths, you know? Well, similar path, but like not the exact same shit. You know what I mean? So you just got to, in the end, live your life the best way for you. Because when you start doing shit and competition with people that you, not only you don't know, but, you, like, especially over the fucking internet, like, especially on Instagram, seeing people, like, traveling all these places and doing dope shit. It's like, okay, they're showing, like, the best parts of their life. Like, you don't know what went in behind the scenes for them to get to that point. There's probably a lot of struggle, a lot of doubt, and all types of bullshit they went through to get to that point. And, you know, that should be celebrated, but, like, you shouldn't try to compare what you have to that. So, you know, just go go after what you want. Try your best. Be better than yourself. You know, and fucking see how far you can take yourself. See what you can do. And yeah, I'm gonna I'm see what I can do. I'm fucking... I'm going to do some dope shit. So, yeah. Get after it. Enough said. So, y'all. Y'all take care. I'm going to skedaddle. I fucking missed Carabana. Wow. I missed Carabana. That is wild. It's been two years. I missed it. And for those of you that uh, don't know about Carabana, it's like a Caribbean parade thing. And it's like a celebration of the islands and just so much music vibes and just booties and tatas and just feathers, costumes, just everything is just nice. Glitter, just so much glitter, too. It is a beautiful time. So if you're not from Detroit, let me rewind that. If you're not from Toronto, come visit Toronto for uh, Carabana next summer.
summer 2023 i'll have my book ready um so you get my book uh hit up caravana have a good time also hang out in scarborough we got some dope shit in scarborough too and yeah fucking catalina wine mixer nope not caravana still caravana why did i say catalina wine mixer why am i whispering Four score and four years ago, Morgan Freeman still sitting on a bench. I'm saying more words. Do you like the lustrous silkiness of my voice? <laughs> Very good. But alas, I must end this uh, transmission and continue. Uh, my debaucherous lifestyle of worthlessness. So I bid you adieu and enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. Mm, enjoy. So yeah, that's it. So take care and uh, peace.